0: Hello, and welcome to Journey Through the Deckcast, where I am your editor, Fletcher, and this week, in lieu of any full episode due to scheduling conflicts, I'm going to give you a brief rundown on the strange world of Garo. Because now that anime is on the table, thanks to Gachaman crowds and its link to Tokusatsu roots, it means that I can skip telling you about the long and actually pretty interesting Garo franchise and just jump right into Garo the Animation and its sequels, which take the basic premise of that world, and just do their own thing. So, I believe it is 2005, a spec series called Garo is put out, and it runs uh, two seasons, two cores, goes about 25 episodes, I think there's a DVD bonus, and the whole thing started... As a way for a lot of people who had some chops in the toku world to train up a new crop of actors, writers, designers for suits and things. And it was just sort of a world where you didn't have to have a license behind it. You could be a little more free because it's not common Rider, it's not Super Sentai, it's not based on toys... Uh, a lot of them aim a little more for adult drama. Although, you know, it's still tokusatsu, so don't expect the highest of art. But as an interesting franchise, what you really need to know to talk about the animations are that there is Garo, the wolf knight, and horrors, who are basically the villains of the piece. So around 2014, I think it was, they did the first anime, which was Garo: the Carved Seal of Flames. And while the Garo series played a little with the world as it was, most of it took place in a shared continuity in the live-action stuff to this point. So Carved Seal of Flames decided to go, what if... We played with this basic concept of a golden knight and the horrors and just played around with time and space. So it goes into what is totally not Spain and there are knights and alchemists and also the whole thing is uh, set during what's totally not the Spanish Inquisition. So you've got a religious order who maybe is not so fond of either side, but there are definitely demons out there. And there are definitely witch like people, and the whole thing becomes an interesting tale of well, what do you do with this concept, this tokusatsu series, when you don't have to worry about. I guess you kind of have to worry about budget. Anime runs into budget problems all the time, but you don't need suits so you can get weird with designs. You can have actors who are unconstrained by anything other than needing voices, and the whole thing is pretty interesting. So they then build on this with an OVA, Divine Flame, takes place after that. And then they go and do another series, Crimson Moon, which is set during the Heian period of Japanese history. And it's totally set up to, you know... Maybe there's this whole thing that's mimicking history and some figures who are... uh, If you've seen some anime that goes comedic and tries to skirt copyright, there might be a bleep in the middle of a word and subtitles would have an asterisk somewhere. That's what we're doing with historical figures in this. It's very Onimusha-esque, actually. And that was pretty good because it went in the role of... What if the Chosen Knight can't summon the armor, isn't reliably able to do things, and so their female companion has to actually use the sort of magic that's generally a little forbidden to kickstart the whole thing, and it's a pretty good pairing. So you also get an OVA out of that. And then there was the one that was really weird, Vanishing Line, which decided, alright, what if the whole thing just takes place in modern day in not New York? And then everything gets nuts, because basically, someone has just said, what if Parasite Eve, the game, was a tokusatsu? And that's what you get out of Vanishing Line, and it kicks ass. So, uh, I believe two of these are streaming on hulu and possibly other series other series other services in the americas right now uh definitely worth looking up and if you are intrigued please note that sentai filmworks i believe has the release license for garo and they do many frequent sales on their website so if you're interested uh, just pick up a series. A lot of the live-action stuff is, well, it will catch you up. It's not standalone. Not all of it is standalone. That's why I went with the anime, because that way I don't have to sum up five different shows to tell you about a sixth. But excellent stuff, and might end up seen on this network at some point, given that we have broken the seventh seal and allowed anime. Don't worry. We are not yet at the point where I can just start talking about everything Tokusatsu ever because, let me tell you, I have that big Godzilla Showa-era box set in the corner of my room right now and I will go off about it. Also, this is me putting it on a recording just to force it. Someone did point out to me that at this point, uh, the new Digimon series has gone in a direction wherein At least one of the four methods of evolution is basically tokusatsu shit, so I guess I'll have to catch up on that and see where it goes. That said, please enjoy yourselves, have a wonderful week, and stay safe out there. Goodbye.